0: Hi, everybody. This is Gatsad. Forgive the disheveled look. I just got off the treadmill because my blood was boiling about a tweet that I saw earlier, which I responded to on my social media. But I wanted to mark the moment by releasing a sad truth clip to highlight a broader point. So as you all know, today is the 20th anniversary of 9-11, a truly unimaginably tragic day on so many levels. I'm not personally affected by 9-11 in that I don't know anyone, uh, you know, who perished or who was uh, part of the thousands of victims on that fateful day. But I am personally affected in that my allegiance is to innocence, to the greater brotherhood of humanity, to decency, to human dignity. And when that day happened, something in all of us was broken. And so whether you agree with the U.S. politically or you disagree or whatever your political penchant is, if you are part of the human family, then you certainly view today as a tragic day of commemoration. I want to read you a tweet that was posted by Jonathan Weisberg. Weisberg, I have to presume, is a member of the Jewish tribe. He writes the tweet in lowercase letters without punctuation. I'm guessing that that is in uh, support of a new movement that uh, Lisa Manyguns, that's literally her name, she's a professor at Mount Royal University in Canada, she put out a, a letter or a statement saying that, uh, you know, everything should be written in a lowercase letter and you only capitalize Indigenous, just like you capitalize Black people, but you don't capitalize white people and so he writes this tweet without uh, this tweet without punctuation and without capitalization and so on i see the us is having its dumb little annual pity party again i'm going to read it again i see the us is having its dumb little annual pity party again did you get that Do you want me to read it a third time? Maybe you need to sit down. Maybe your blood pressure is too high, maybe too low. I see the U.S. is having its dumb little annual pity party again. He is a professor at the University of Toronto, one of our most elite universities in Canada in the philosophy department. I only mentioned that he's a professor. I I didn't tag his university or anything. I'm not trying to get him fired. But I mention it because that professor is teaching your kids. So on a day where, irrespective of your political bent, you should certainly step back and say, my goodness, to try to have some theory of mind and put ourselves in the shoes, never mind of those who actually perish. Remember the person who's sitting on the 100th floor as the flames are about to consume them, and they make the decision to jump from a hundred floors up, and they are, you know, conscious for a bit as they know that within a few seconds they will be splattered in ways that are unimaginable, indescribable. Think about all those people, but then think about all those who mourn them. Think about the thousands and thousands of people. Someone just got married and then their spouse was taken away. Someone just had a kid who will never know their mom or dad someone is going to bury the bones of their child. Usually, parents don't bury their ch- children. It's the other way around. So think about the collective misery that was experienced by the totality of innocent people who were, whose lives were destroyed that day. This professor doesn't feel the empathy towards them. He so doesn't feel it, that he feels emboldened in the climate, in the academic climate in which he lives, that putting out that tweet would actually get him kudos. Maybe he can be fast-tracked to departmental chair, or maybe better, he could be the diversity czar at his university. Who knows? One day I see president of a university written all over you, Professor Weisberg. Now let's look at his heritage I'm presuming, and if I'm wrong, my apologies, but I'm presuming that he's Jewish based on his name. What would happen to Jonathan Weisberg if the people who committed the terror attacks were to get a hold of him in countries where they are in the majority, where they could implement their noble laws into action? So this gentleman is so ideologically driven, so parasitized, so irrational, so filled with tribal hate, that he would he couldn't even tell who's his enemy or who's his friend. So that he can feel fully morally emboldened to write such a tweet. And guess what? People are only going to say, bravo, professor, what a progressive hero you are. I should also mention that as often happens when people face the ill consequences of Dr. Sad you coming into his radar, once I advertised his suite on his tweet on my platform and he realized that, "Oh oh, that's not a good thing. What does he do?" He protects his tweets. Imagine the level of what an invertebrate this guy is. What a castrated, spineless invertebrate. If you believe in your position, stand tall, defend it, right? When I take a position and someone comes at me, it only emboldens me. It only angers me more. I'm going to shove up. I'm going to shove my moral indignation and my veridical position up where the sun don't shine. Why? Because I am confident in my positions. I've never deleted a tweet I never protected my tweets. I never temporarily deleted my account because I have principles and I will defend them. And then if you prove me wrong, well, so be it. I was proven wrong. That's what we're dealing with in academia. Sorry, I just got an alert uh, on my computer. This is what we're dealing with in academia. Academia is rife with nothing but Jonathan Weisbergs. Don't get me wrong. I am a professor in my DNA. I love academia, the idea of academia. As you know, if you've read The Parasitic Mind, I wanted to be a professor from as far back as I remember. There were only two things I was interested in, soccer and academia. So academia is the most noble of pursuits. Not today's academia, though. Today's academia is infiltrated, is inhabited by just astonishing folks ideologically driven, intolerant, illiberal, cowardly, many are cheaters because it's all careerist. So the idea of being an intellectual who pursues science unencumbered by, you know, ideological zeal or careerist constraints just because it is such a noble thing to do, that's a very rare academic. And so this is why I've always, you know, walked the lonely path because i simply was never willing to play that game i quickly realized the type of ecosystem that i was dealing with and i decided well let me forge my path within that ecosystem while always staying true to my uh, level of expected personal purity so there you have it Uh, if professor weisberg were to watch this clip my point is not to frivolously attack you. My point is to hopefully get you to rethink your positions. Look, you're probably the one who would try to get me fired if I made fun of someone who was being overzealous with their gender pronouns. So, by the way, I I noticed that you have your gender pronouns, he and him, in your biography, uh, Twitter biography. So, the same guy who would try to build a e-mob after someone who might say no women menstruate not people menstruate is the same guy who's mocking who's urinating on the graves of innocent people who died in the most horrific way this is someone who has lost their moral compass that defines what it is to be human shame on you and i do hope that you reflect on this and maybe even put out a tweet saying not some punky non-contrite tweet of apology, but really say, you know what, I've I've had a chance to think about it. I listened to my new mentor and guru and moral compass, Dr. Sad, and I regret what I did. And hopefully moving forward, I'll be a better person. Have a great Saturday, every, everybody. And uh, this guy truly feels devastated by the loss of lives 20 years ago. And my heart truly goes out to all of the people who are today mourning They're lost ones. Take care, everybody.